0: to another edition of the Forkstown Podcast. Your one-stop shop for anything and everything surrounding the Seattle Mariners baseball team. My name is Rick Clark and with me as always a former employee of the Idaho Falls Chuckers, Mr. Bo Chisholm Bo. How are you doing tonight?
1: Mr. Clark, I am uh, I'm doing pretty well. I've got some Arkansas Travelers baseball pulled up right now. Um, yep. They're ahead seven to four. So we uh, have some offense going on, at least at the double A level. Um, so uh, um, things are going well. No, I, I mean, just watching it. Bryce Miller also has four strikeouts tonight. Dig has get, has given up four earned runs. But you know what? Other than all that, things are going really well. How uh, how, how are things with you this week?
0: Uh, it's going good. It's going good. Started a new uh work schedule, so uh getting off earlier Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. Um, still working the night shift, the the closing shift. Mm-hmm. Um, you know on the weekend because no one likes to work the weekends. But um, right. no, it's going good. I turned on the game as well. You know because you mentioned it. Are is Arkansas rocking the camo? Like, is that their is that their normal uniform for the year?
1: Arkansas is rocking the camo. I feel like they've done this before. I'm. I can't remember. I. I can't remember. I'm not an expert on the minor league uniform situation, but I feel like this is. I feel like I've seen this before. Um. Yeah, I don't remember. I. Did, I went to a game in Arkansas back in twenty. What was that? Twenty fourteen. And I don't mm-hmm. remember the. I don't remember the camo jerseys then. So that's all. So whenever that was, almost. God, almost nine years ago now. I'm an old man, but. Anyways, no. Uh, really cool. Liking it so far. <laughs> yep.
0: Uh, you know, I brought up the Chuckers in the intro. Did the Chuckers have camo uniforms?
1: Um, I you know, I don't remember. I don't remember. I don't know if the I don't know if camo made it as far as rookie ball, but
0: yeah. <laughs> and for for all you uh, fans out there, the Idaho Falls Chuckers. Correct me if I'm wrong, Bo. They are uh, single way for the Kansas City Royals. Correct.
1: Well, the Idaho Falls Chuckers were unfortunately part of the minor league realignment that happened a couple of years oh. ago. So they're still they're still technically affiliated with minor league baseball, but they are um, they're kind of like the guys that don't make it in the draft, and um, you know they kind of go to this extra little league, this extra not little league, this extra. Um, kind of bonus league. That's what I would call it. So the Chuckers kind of got relegated in a way, but uh, yes, they were the Kansas city Royals up until uh, whenever that was 2019, 2020, somewhere in there.
0: Yep. And did you, but uh, when you were down there, your time, you met guys like, uh, or we saw guys like Hunter Dozier, correct? Uh,
1: Hunter Dozier. Yes. Hunter Dozier was probably the, the player that um, I think has done the best thus far far from that idaho falls chuckers team i can't quite remember uh there's a couple others chris bubek bubek bubit Bubich. i can't remember if i can't pronounce that right from the royals um and then uh yeah i mean saw a, couple, saw a couple of major leaguers come through there i think jamie moyer actually had a son that played on the dodgers minor league affiliate so i actually got to see jamie moyer at a couple games there so um all overall it was a good place to see baseball players in a fun summer yep
0: that I remember you you told me a lot about it. it. Sounded like a fun summer. Yeah. Met a lot of good people down there, it sounds like too, so anyways, before we get started on this, you know, I'm gonna call it a mini episode. Thank you again for taking time to listen to the podcast. I just wanna apologize to everyone because and I, I posted on our Facebook page. We told you we'd shoot Wednesday, drop it on Thursday, but Bo and I had a couple things that came up and uh uh we decided it'd be our best in our best interest to move recording to today, which is Thursday. Um, you know, you guys are gonna get the episode on Friday. Um, I don't know if this is gonna be a permanent switch. We might go back to Wednesday to Thursday, but um, or Wednesday. You know, shoot on Wednesday, do Thursday. But uh, you know, we're just here. We're 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 on an off day for the Mariners, so you you know, we're not missing anything, and you're gonna get your uh, your Mariners fill as the series opens up over in Cleveland. So with all that being said, thank you for listening to us. Um, first time listeners, you're catching us on a mini episode. Um, we're just going to go over some stuff that happened the week over the week. Talk about the angels Mariner series. Usually, you know, the Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday games, and then, um, you know, preview the weekend series. Cause that's typically going to be the big series for us, you know? So if you haven't already, Go hit our social media pages. Uh, find us on Facebook, Instagram, search Forks Down podcast. Facebook, you know, I did put out a message that uh, we weren't able to shoot, so you know you'll get messages like that if we can't shoot or we have to move um, podcast around. but you know, go follow us and uh, you'll get you'll get told when uh, new episodes drop. Um, if you can also go hit like or subscribe on our podcast listening app. Um, you know, that'll help us, uh, get up the charts a little bit, not for our egos, you know, we're not looking to get paid or anything, but you know, more visibility we have, um, you know, we kind of, you know, we do this for fun, but we want to, you know, try to get up the charts just because there isn't a lot of Mariners podcast around. So, you know, like, and subscribing will definitely help us out that way. Now, with that being said, let's get into Mariners news and notes. Um, there's only a couple notes that we had, um, between the last time we shot and, and, you know, today, uh, big one. Yeah. I, I guess the big one would be Evan White's out two months with the groin stream. Did you see what happened? Like what, um, what happened there, Bo? Did he pull it, run into first, strain it, run into first or, um, well, did it not happen in the game?
1: Um, I think it happened in a game. I just remember getting the notification that he was coming out of the game. Um, I haven't gone back to watch, uh, the kind of the Tacoma game that it happened in yet, but, mm-hmm. um, I mean, uh, yeah, it, uh, it just really sucks. It just, uh, I think, um, I think it's really unfortunate that he's going to be out, you know, two months and, um, I think you have to just kind of question right now, if he's going to be back after that anyways, um, and just in a Mariner uniform or a Rainier uniform. um, I, uh, I don't know. It's, it's pretty sad. It's um, I think the whole entire Evan White saga and um, just the promise that we saw with him in the field in 2020 um it all just uh seems like it's never come together and um Mm -hmm. i'm glad he was able to get the contract that he did uh on the extension side um the mariners thought that because they also showed a lot of promise in him and thought of thought obviously thought highly of him but um i just uh i just don't think he's gonna be able to stay healthy and i think the mariners were probably gonna move on i think it might be best but um sucks
0: yeah it it does suck and it I'm seeing a lot of similarities with him and Kyle Lewis, you know, Kyle Lewis got traded to the Diamondbacks this season uh, for Cooper, Cooper Hummel. Um, He hasn't had as an extreme injury history as Kyle Lewis, Um, you know, Kyle Lewis got drafted and then, you know, had to take, what was it? A year off because of an ACL tear, Mm -hmm. you know, so it wasn't that extreme. I mean, he, he did miss all last year, but, um, you know, he just – he showed so much promise in 2020. I know it was a COVID-shortened season, but he, um, he may, may not have batted well. Played a really good glove in the field. Won a gold glove at first base. Um, and it just it, – it does suck because you, you had all that promise. And it just – again, you're right. It might be time to move on. Um, you know, maybe cut your losses. See if you can trade them. Um, I just – I. I don't think we're going to see him in a Mariners uniform again. I'd be very surprised, but, um, and then, you know, he pulls the groin. I don't know if this was a corresponding move, move to like, you know, after he was announced that he was going to be out for two months, but the Mariners signed Pal- Pat Vlika. Um, you, you can correct me there, Bo, because I butcher names all the time. Um, but they signed him to a minor league deal. Another, um, you know, guy that's kind of bounced around in the major leagues. Uh, I wouldn't call him, you know, quite like Cesar Hernandez, but, you know, has been with a couple teams, started with the Rockies at one point. Um, Why do you think we're making this move? I, you know, I didn't even know about it until I, I saw the, the notes today. What, why, why are we making this move?
1: Well, I mean, this can probably open us up here a little bit. um, And I think maybe opening into the series and, kind of the reviews and some of the players that we saw um Mm -hmm. i uh i think it's i mean we have mason mccoy we have cesar hernandez like you said um i don't know it didn't look like there was any injury to cesar hernandez or anything like that i thought the last time i looked um but uh I guess my, maybe I'll throw this out there. Um, I've think I wonder, just wonder if the Mariners have looked at the struggles, um, from Colton Wong to start the season. And I just wonder if the Mariners are maybe putting a little pressure on Colton, but also just, um, you know, making sure their bases are covered if they need to try to make a switch. Right. Um, uh honestly i think if i'm if i'm looking at back at the series right we can kind of get into it now if you want Of just um the the things that i may be like worried about colton wong is probably a little bit at the top of that list just given that i think he's had one hit he said i think he's had a couple walks but um he's the guy that i am but i like i know it's still early it's still early you're gonna you're gonna you're probably gonna hit me with that as soon as i get done talking but like um, he is a guy that, I uh, just, uh, I don't know about, I'm, I'm a little, uh, it's kind of a black box right now. What we're going to get out of Colton Wong. So I think that Cesar Hernandez, Nick Solak, Pavel, these guys very well might have been brought in just to kind of have a little backup if things go South Colton Wong. So, um, what's, what, what, what do you make of that? What do you feel? I don't know. Is it, is it still, is it still, am I, am I, am I chicken little here? Do, do, am I thinking the sky is
0: falling or what do you think about that? Are you going, like, doomsday prep on me right here? Like, you know, we joked about it the last podcast, you know. We're, we're saying it's still early, it's still early, it's still early. You know, we're only two series into the season. You think we're that worried about Colton Wong right now? Six, seven games in the season? I mean, we've seen guys in the past go on 15 to 20 game stretches where they're not hitting the ball well are we look are we i'm trying to seven games in doing this i'm
1: trying to make sense of the moves right that's realistically what i'm trying to do okay like i i think that um i i I guess what i'll say is like yes it's still early everybody cold Wong has a couple walks he's you know i i'm not gonna put him down entirely there but um, I just think that the Mariners might be coming up with a contingency plan if they need to do something or if they need to make a change. And I think mm-hmm. that's probably what I am sure I'm trying to make sense of the moves. And I don't know, that means to me that maybe they don't have a, as much confidence in him as maybe they thought, I guess that's what I'm looking at it as maybe I'm overthinking it. Maybe I'm overlooking it. Maybe there's other, maybe they think Dylan Moore is not going to be back or he's going to be extended further in time. So they're just trying to get a couple other um, people on board just in case. But, um, you know i i maybe that's maybe that's the way i should put it rather than being overly worried about Colton
0: Wong right now
1: how does that sound
0: i okay that's that's a lot more fair
1: okay
0: i would i would hope they're not going doomsday prep right now with Colton Wong cuz it is still early you know let's just throw the theoretical out here you know if they get rid of Colton Wong how does he go do they just release him or do they did they try to trade him they wouldn't get, know, they wouldn't when...
1: get rid of Colton Wong they certainly wouldn't get rid of Colton Wong I, you wouldn't I, I think with his still has splits lefty and righty splits. I think there's, I think you still, you still give him every opportunity. You would no, I don't think you would get rid of him whatsoever. Now, would you option Cooper Hummel and would you call up Cesar Hernandez? That's an option, right? Like that's something I could see. I could see happening. Right. So like, mm-hmm. um, which if things, which I think we can kind of dive into the rest of the series and how everything's things things are going to look in the future, but for the next series that is, but Next ro- uh, the road trip that is, but, um, you know, if we go on another two and five stretch, um, there might be some changes, you know, not drastic changes, but there might be some optioning and moving around guys. Um, mm-hmm. you know, on that, I think it's next Thursday is the next off day somewhere in there. So we'll see, but, um, I don't know. Why don't we, why don't we dive into the series? What, um, you know, what kind of positives from the angel series, um, did you take or do you see from, uh, from the Mariners on that, uh, you know, the Monday through Wednesday games there? Uh,
0: I felt like they were a lot more competitive. Um, you know, Tay Oscar didn't have a great series against Cleveland the first go around. Um, didn't really have a great game on Monday, but Tuesday came in, hit two home runs, mm. um, you know, kind of kind of getting the, the proverbial monkey off his back. Um, you know, Pollock came in. I. The, the positive for me with Pollock getting those two home runs is yeah, it, why aren't we starting him more? I know you know you want to play him, you know, play the matchups, play him against lefties, but I mean, I just feel like he's probably at this point a better option than Cooper Hummel. And there was at least twice I can remember in the last seven games uh, where AJ Pollock got pitch hit for for I think one time was Cooper Hummel. And I think they had Tommy with Stella come in one day, yep. you know, and that led to nothing. Um, so I, I feel like here's, here's my campaign. Pollock needs more playing time. Let's, let's give it to him. Let's, let's let him hit both lefties and righties. See what's hap- What happens? You know, what's the worst that's going to happen. You got to put in Cooper Hummel. You know, he might not be on the team by next Thursday. Like you said, um, you know, other than that, I, I I think we need to the the big positive is probably Luis Castillo. You know, he's had two good outings so far. Um, the second one, he had a couple couple innings where he uh, he had to get out of the jam, and I I felt like he pitched wonderfully to get out of those. So, uh-huh. um, big props to him. Um, those are probably my big positives. You know. Tuesday being the outlier from everything, because I think we did a lot right, you know, um, 11 to two, it brought the Mariners run differential back up to zero, you know, that, that one game. So, um, and Wednesday, I, you know, I told you before we started, I thought Wednesday um, was a very competitive game, very winnable game. You know, it just didn't go our way. Um, I felt like they were battling Mm -hmm. and, and that was good to see. I, I couldn't say that for probably two of the guardians games. Like there was twice where I was just like, they, they look like they don't want to be here. They look like they're going to lose. They're not battling. And the angel series kind of turned that around for me in my mind. What do you think about it? Like, you know, do, do you feel like they were battling a little bit?
1: Yeah. I felt like they were battling. I felt like the Tuesday game where we kind of unloaded the offense, um, I think everybody kind of um, felt like that was coming, just given, you know, when the Guardian series it, we were, we just kind of seemed a little bit off, and the offense was looking a little sluggish, and I think everybody kind of just felt like that big Tuesday game was coming, and we saw that out of Teoscar and and AJ and, and the rest of the team, right? So. Very good to see that we can, you know, I think if we would have lost that game, we would be having our tones would be, probably be a little different. But um, mm-hmm. you know, we we could, we won that game and we have a I think it I think it showed what the team can do once, you know, um, once they're all clicking on on cylinders. And I think it's important to point out um oh, sorry, not on that game. But oh, sorry, I was going to the I think the the opposite side of that was um you know, Wednesday was a variable winnable game. Otani gave me up I think four, four free base runners. I think he walked four guys. Um, he pitched a long and time. He also, of,
0: had, he also had a couple wild pitches. He had a couple wild pitches.
1: Capers. I think he, yeah. um, I remember him hitting one guy. I can't remember if he hit another one. Um, so, I mean, he wasn't, he wasn't as pinpoint as he usually is. Um, he still mm-hmm. went six strong. We didn't chase him enough early from the game. We didn't get to the bullpen as early as maybe we wanted to. Um, so I think that was a challenge for us. Um and yeah i think that game on wednesday just the end of the game to me was just a little rough where um you know your two best guys julio and ty up there um they didn't have really two good plate appearances at all to end of the game and you know we we ask a lot of those guys because they're they're you know i think are probably our two best hitters we ask a lot of them and we kind of need them to deliver in kind of big spots like that and um Mm -hmm. we just didn't get it right and i think we will get those eventually though so i think we will get them i think it's just i kind of feel like when i'm looking at the mariners right now we're a little sluggish in offense we're walking a lot of guys it's in the bullpen Mm -hmm. and you come back to robbie ray start you know there might be some injury factors there george kirby's been leaving balls over the plate like he did on monday night um, I honestly, I think I, it seems like to me our team's still in like a little spring training mode where we're trying to shake off some things where we're you know making some pitching mistakes. We're not hitting the zone as well. We're still a little slow in offense, and I hope we get out of that
0: soon. That just kind of
1: when I look at it, I try to sum it up as it just seems like we're we're shaking off some of the dust, I guess. Yep.
0: No. Uh. Again, Tuesday's game was the outlier. I, I we did a lot right, but you know the other two games, the Wednesday game and the Monday game, and then going back to the guardians games, we have left a lot of runners on base and we've had a lot of opportunities to score and we've not brought runners around. Um, you know, I brought brought up AJ Pollock getting pitch hit for I'm, I'm 99% positive. If I remember correctly, Cooper Hummel pinch hit for him on Wednesday, immediately grounded into a double play.
1: Yep.
0: Like that can't happen. You know, we need to have better plate appearances. I keep saying we like I'm on the team. I apologize. But they need to have better plate appearances and 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 they need to work counts, get guys, you know, on base and, and then hit them in, you know, bring them in. And, you know, that's asking a lot. As a fan sitting here doing a podcast, you know, that's asking a lot. But, um, you know, you don't see a lot of other teams having trouble with it right now, you know, and, and like you said, um, offensive is seeming, seemingly being sluggish and they just need to get off the pine and and hopefully you know the they look back on the tuesday game and be like we can do this and that leads into the road series with the guardians you know that you know we can they can get off the pine and and hit you know on the road in what would be i don't know what would you consider cleveland at a hitters park or uh pitchers park
1: um it's a good question i want to say historically i've thought of it as uh a hitters park but i can pull up statcast here um what
0: well, well, if it is hitters park that'd be great because then we should be able to hit the ball better you know if it's a pitchers park i'll just go with t-mobile's a lot <laughs> lot more uh more of a pitchers park than progressive field would be so um you know so uh, so it's right
1: about it's right about in the middle right about a 99 100 so um pretty uh you know even-handed park um it does do well uh you know it's still it's middle of the road about and everything you know uh hits singles triples doubles all that so yeah Be a good representation of, you know, what this team is. Right. We'll see what, we'll see what
0: come out of it. So, um, the other things I was worried about and you, you post them here, um, you know, obviously Colton long, we don't need to beat that into the ground. Um, Diego Castillo has been, I wouldn't call him our worst reliever, but he hasn't looked great. Um, he just, I don't know what's going on with him right now. I feel like he's been regressing the last couple of years. But now, you know, me and me and a couple people have been talking about it. It's like his fastball velocity is about the same as his changeup velocity. Maybe maybe a little less. There's not much of a variance there, and that's not gonna lead to success for him.
1: Yeah, well I mean Diego's Diego has relied less and less on the fastball, I think over time and has tried to been tried to be pretty slider heavy. If I'm, if I'm thinking about that the right way and a slider, I think is still pretty hard, um, but uh, I'm, I'm trying to think it up. I, I think from, I'm trying to remember, like, honestly, I think he has more walks than strikeouts, which is kind of a little bit of, um, a lot of guys' problem right now, and I think he's just not locating super well with it. Right? Um, I'm like, yeah, I pulled it up here. He only had 22 walks all in 2022 last year, and he already has three this year. Right? So like, he's just not. I still think he's putting the ball where he wants to put it, and again, I, I, I just feel like it's, um, yeah. I hope it's just rust from you know, unthawing from the long winter. Right. And just like maybe we didn't get some of these things worked out in spring training, that's what I really hope it is. But, um, I think you're, I think what you're talking about is warranted. Um, and I just, uh, I just, yeah, I just really hope like the, like Diego Castillo, then the other guy, um, we can bring up and he kind of got, kind of got a little bit under the rug just given how the Tuesday game went, but Paul Seawall did not look great. When he Definitely. came in relief in that game, either and gave up those two runs. Um, uh, Matt Brash has walked a number of guys. Um, uh, even Manuno has walked a couple. Festas walked a couple. So the bullpen and you know giving up free base runners has been a been a struggle as well.
0: Yeah, yep. Yeah. And um, we were looking at you know how many options people have left. You know before the show, obviously, um, Diego Castillo has two. I still don't think they, they option him, but the one that's kind of scary right now is, is Seawald. You know, can he, can he turn it around? Um, if he can't, he's got no options. And, you know, I feel like, uh, I feel like Jerry set a precedent last year with Drew Steckenrider. Drew Steckenrider had a great 2021. Mm. Got a month into the season last season had a 5 ERA, wasn't pitching well, they DFA'd him. You know, he's not in the system anymore. He's gone. He's in Oakland, you know. So, you know, it's not... I don't think it should be out of the realm of possibility that if Seawald can't turn around, you know, with by May, we could say bye to him, you know. Now, I don't think I would want to, but again, you know, when... He bring up a guy like, you know, one of the positives we had was Gabe Spire. He's looked good. You know, when you guys, when you bring up guys like Spire that are coming in and doing well, you know, maybe it'll ease it a little bit if we end up, you know, DFA and Seawald or whatever. I'm not saying it's going to happen. I hope it doesn't happen. I'm rooting for the guy. But, yeah, it just, you know, him and him and Castillo have been, uh pretty not bad i guess bad we can use bad right maybe bad terrible. bad
1: setup. i'm just gonna say a slow start that's what i'm gonna say it's just been a just been a slow oh, start
0: is, is it still early bo
1: that's still early yes it's still um, early <laughs> i guess uh I, I do feel i think you're i think you're kind of going down where like if things if we have another rough if we have a rough road trip right um and there's still some guys that are having struggles out of the pen. Um, we could see somebody get moved um, like to, from Tacoma. It wouldn't be surprising at all.
0: Um, a lot of, I'm guessing couple... the next one up is probably Topa.
1: The next I'm one up would Topa? be the next one up would probably likely be Topa. Just going off of, yeah, I think he expire and Topa were the last two to get reassigned to, my, to the minor leagues. Right. So I would assume that it's going to be Topa Um Yeah, who gets optioned that's kind of remains to be seen. But um, if that does happen and let's just hope that it doesn't, right. Let's hope that um, the bullpen kind of turns it around. And, you know, I think I'm really hoping for just, uh, I want to see some good solid Mariner baseball, I think in the guardian series and um, just, uh, just a lot, it's a lot tighter, just better defense, better bullpen, you know, less walks. I feel like we do some of those smaller things. That's just going to give us, a much better chance to win so that's what i'm that's what i'm hoping for the most just do the smaller things play good defense and you know get more balls in the zones My hope
0: well we keep dancing around the guardian series we brought it up several times we might as well dive into it because there's not much else to talk about take away from the angel series you know tuesday showed they can hit the ball we need to we need to continue to do that you know um guardian series coming up we're traveling to cleveland Uh, three game series, uh, seventh, which would be Friday. You know, the day that this comes out, uh, we're looking at Logan Gilbert versus Aaron Zavale. Aaron Zavale pitched a very good game against the Mariners last time around. So hopefully we can tee off on him a little bit. Uh, Saturday's game kind of scares me. Um, Marco versus Cal, Cal Quantrill. Jeez. That is a uh, mouthful. And then Sunday, uh, two pitchers that haven't seen either team because they didn't pitch in the previous previous season or excuse me previous series. Uh, George Kirby versus Zach Plesak. Um What what game sticks out for you there, Bo? What what one are you gonna really be wanting um, you know to see in this series?
1: Um. So I think for me, it's probably the Friday series, Um, Friday game. game, That is sorry. Um, I think Logan Logan's been a bright spot for us in the early parts of the first week of the year, uh, first week of the season. Um, So Mm -hmm. I want to see if he's able to do it um, again and maybe gives up, you know, I think he gave up a home run to Josh Naylor last time and another run in there. So hopefully, you know, we'll see what the control looks like and I'd love to see Logan kind of have another solid start and a good start to the season. And, um, yeah, I mean, Aaron Savale, like he did, had a very good start against us last time we didn't do a whole lot of swinging and misting against Savale in his start. So, um, that just makes me wonder, you know, if we're going to, if we get, if we put the ball and play more, I think we're going to have um, some really good chances to get him out of the game early. So, um, and, um, you know, I think that's a little bit of the same thing that we talked about when before when we previewed the series before. I think um, Jared Kelnick is the guy for me. That I'll see how he starts off on Friday, um, but I think just given how right-handed heavy the the Guardians are, um, I would love for Kelnick to, to get back to what we saw in spring training, right? Some version of it, um, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see. So I think to sum it up, Friday's my game to watch. Um, I think absolutely, you know, I'll be looking forward to George Kirby and him trying to come out and get do better on um, Sunday. And uh, I think as the Mariners collective, we can't, I think we need to like pump the brakes on like the, every time Marco pitches, we're worried we're going to lose the game. Like, I think we need to pump the brakes on that. Cause like, I feel like I've heard that too many times. Like, Oh God, Marco's going to be out there. Like, I feel like we need to pump the brakes on that. Yeah, I get it. Like, Marco doesn't have what he used to, but, like, you know what? We almost won the game, I think. Well, he pitched okay, and the Mariners, I think they – I don't know. So let's just pump the brakes on always, like, ugh, sighing when Marco starts. Maybe just throw it out there.
0: Yeah. No, 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 no. I will sigh – or I will sigh this game. Maybe the next game that Mar- Marco pitches, I will not sigh because usually he's a one-out-of-three pitcher. He has two bad starts, then has a good start. Hmm and you're like oh he, he's going to turn it around and then he has two bad starts and then has a good start. So at least in my mind. Maybe maybe I remember it a little bit differently last year, but um yeah, that Gilbert versus Valley game really is going to set the tone. I'm hoping you know, we can come away with a W. just so we I mean, we got to win all our games, but you know, if we come away with a W on Friday and then Saturday is a wash, I, I really feel like that Sunday game is going to be a good good matchup. Um, Kirby didn't have the best outing um, first game I that he pitched. I think, you know, he just had too many runners on, just threw too many pitches and, you know, a short amount of innings. So hoping, hoping he could clean that up a little bit um, against Zach Plisak, who they have him as the five starter on Cleveland, which I, I think he's more of a three, but... Um I think that's going to be a really good matchup on Sunday. Um and probably my my game that I want to watch. Um although I'll be at work for it. So I'll be listening to it on the radio. Um but you touched on on Kelnick and I I kind of hope he has a big series as well. Um I'm hoping Tay Oscar kind of stays on the upward trend. Um Tay Oscar definitely, you know, like I said, got the proverbial monkey off his back with the two home runs. Um, I, you know, and he's going to a hitter's park. Uh, you know, let's let's hope he can continue that upward trend. And again, I'm gonna am I'm gonna start the uh, the the campaign. Give AJ Pollock more bats. You know, let's see what happens. Can't be worse than what we've got right now. You know, he he it was. I, I think he was probably the second best part of that Tuesday game. Hearing hearing Rick Riz, because I was listening to it on the radio. Look listening to Rick Riz, you know, call his second home run got me really excited for him. So
1: Yeah, and I was gonna say, I mean, uh, you know, Pollock was very uh left hander when he faced the left handers last year, he was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um let me see if I've yeah, I think he had <clears throat> sorry, excuse me. I think yeah, two eighty six average against left handers last year. Less had more of a struggle against right handers, but actually kind of in his career, um, he's always been he's always hit left handers and right handers both pretty well, right? So mm-hmm. maybe maybe that year was just maybe last year was a little bit of an outlier, who knows, right? So um yeah, Plus I'm think, right there with you.
0: Yeah. Think of who he was playing for last year, Bo. He was on the White Sox, which meant he played under Tony La Russa, who, yeah. you know, thank God he's not coaching them again. I think Cody, our friend Cody, gave a sigh of relief when they moved on from Tony La Russa. So I don't think that was a very good, um, you know, way of seeing him under that regime. Um, so, yep. yeah, I, I I, think we need to give him more bets, you know, especially if Hummel's struggling. Um well, has had a couple hits, so I'm not going to, I'm not going to go back on the hate on him because, you know, he has done something, but Hummel is not. So uh, give, give Pollock more at bats. Um, you know, the last thing we got here is the bullpen just needs to, to pick it up. And, and, you know, we talked about Seawald, we talked about Castillo. They need to come in and, and um, get it done for the Mariners. You know, if Seawald's going to be the high pressure guy again, then he's going to have to come in and and be the high pressure guy and and not give up so many runs, give up so many base runners. Obviously, that's how you win a game. But um, yeah, just just bullpen needs to turn it around.
1: Yeah, very much, very much agree with that. Um, yeah, I think uh, seeing the bullpen. I hope we don't see the bullpen a lot over the weekend, but, um, we'll see. So, um, yeah, I th- just give up less walks, right? Just do some of the small things, give up less yeah. walks, play tire in the field, get some base hits there. I think that we bring up how the hard hit rates and how hard the mayor has been hitting the ball. They hit the ball much better in the last two games of the, the last two games that they played. So I think things are trending in the right direction. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, yeah, I'm hopeful that we get the the old manners of old in this upcoming series. Yep.
0: Well, one more thing to touch on before we uh, we wrap this up here, Bill. Um, we talked about it at the start, Luis Castillo or at the before we started the show, not at the start, but Luis Castillo got uh somewhere between 90 and 100 pitches. I think he went 100 on the dot or something. Um, but Uh, are we expecting to see Gilbert Marco and, and Kirby get that leash to go 90 pitches? Is that their pitch count this week? Um,
1: I would probably say yes. I think that sounds about right. Um, obviously some of it depends on situationally, like what we're in and all that, but, um, I would assume so. I would assume probably in that 80 to 90 range somewhere in there is probably where, Gilbert and team are going to be at. I would think, let me see. What did Gilbert Gilbert, th- Gilbert threw 85 in his last start. So I think 90 is certainly well within his range. Yep.
0: Okay. Yep. yep. For all those, all those fans out there that are complaining about, uh, Scott bringing in his bullpen arms too too early. You know, it's, it's still early guys. It's still early. And I can see Bo just shaking his head right now, but, uh, Give them one or two more starts and then you could probably see guys like Luis probably throwing a hundred plus, you know? So anyways, that's what we have for you today. You know, um, hopefully the Mariners go to Cleveland and we can, you know, break out the broom, but we'll see. We'll see. We'll see if we turn it around. Um, Bo, before we get out of here, you got anything else for us? We, uh, we, uh, moving on with a trivia question or are we, nope, no, not no
1: trivia tonight. Nope. Just, uh, enjoy, uh, enjoy the series, enjoy baseball, try to watch some minor league games if you can. Um, uh, yeah, minor league season's out. Um, the rosters are out. Uh, the Travs, Everett, Tacoma are all playing. So, and Modesto. Mm-hmm. So, um, the fund, nuts uh, go nuts the nuts yep the nuts yep so um those rosters are out uh should be a fun season of the minor leagues which will follow as we go along as well so but mm-hmm. uh other than that um
0: all i got cool cool maybe one of these uh one of these small shows will do some recap on the uh the minor league season you know once they fully get underway i know they're Open in their seasons, but yeah. Anyways, for all our listeners in the Puget Sound, Pacific Northwest, and beyond, thank you for taking time to listen to another edition of the Forks Down Podcast. For Bo Chisholm, I'm Rick Clark, and we will see you guys next week.